Hello and welcome back to my podcast. My name is Amaya and today we'll be talking about Disney. I am a bit nasally so if you can't pick up on everything I am very sorry Um, but I hope you continue listening. So in my last podcast I talked about the big six and the big six are six major companies that control 90% of all the media. The six companies, just as a refresher, are GE, News Corp, Disney, Viacom, Time Warner, and CBS. Um, In the next couple of podcasts, I'll specifically just be talking about Disney. um, Just because they are a company we've all heard of, and I would like to relive my childhood just a little bit, but more on the corporate side of things. Um, So in this podcast, I'm just going to be talking about the message that Disney sends and why we should support them, but why we should also limit the support that we give them. So Disney, in terms of the big six, is considered the second biggest media giant. Um, They rack up about $88.1 billion a year. Obviously, that number probably changes, especially this year, specifically with all the movies that they had come out and all the movies that they plan to come out this year. But um, that was the source on the source that I read, that was how much they um, revenued in a year, if that makes sense. Um, so why I'm specifically talking about Disney is, like I said, it's my childhood. I would like to relive it. I want to know what makes them tick. Um, we've all seen a Disney movie. There's no one who can truly say they haven't seen a Disney movie or film or anything like that because they have their hands dipped in just about every pot. Um They have worldwide assets in film, television, music, radio, gaming, finance, theater, consumer goods, their properties and parks, publishing, and then their corporate companies. Um, I just wanted to talk specifically about Disney because, like I said, we're all a part of them. We've all watched and listened to everything that they've done. And I want to talk about the message that they're sending or the message that I believe that we as consumers and listeners are getting. While I do believe that they are concerned about the greater good of humanity and they are all there for equality and making sure that everyone has the rights that they deserve, some of the things that they're doing themselves in the corporate offices are contrary to what they're trying to show um, through their acts as a media company. There's been reports of com- of people saying that on paper, while their uh, their insurance looks good, actually going into the doctors and the dentist's office and things like that and arranging appointments, they realize that there are issues with their policies and their company's policies. But getting off of that, um, I want to specifically talk about Disney and how they get every demographic looped into their system. They have Marvel, they have Disney, they have ESPN, they have the History Channel, they have A&E, they have Hulu now, um, and more companies, Fox recently, as well as Hulu. But I want to talk about slowly going up in age range, I guess. Um, So with Disney, like the actual Disney company and television and media series they have disney itself they have disney xd they have disney jr um so on and so forth they can get to marvel they have the marvel cartoons they have the marvel movies they have some of lucasfilm 
They have ABC, which reaches teenagers and so on and so forth. They have ESPN, which reaches and grabs all the male demographic that you otherwise missed. And because ESPN is such a large network, not only do they mainly broadcast football and basketball, but they also broadcast movies about and of sports that you otherwise wouldn't listen to, but there is someone out there who would. Um, not saying that they're not as popular, but for me personally, they're not as popular. Such as golf, fishing, racquetball, tennis, which I actually kind of, I'm slowly getting into tennis, but it's not about me. Um, and so on and so forth. Because ESPN has 20 plus ESPN networks themselves. Um, but I also just wanted to say that although these companies are covering every demographic, and they do seem to be leading in the forefront in changing equality, they... I do believe that they are doing it for the wrong reasons. I believe that a lot of times when they make these executive decisions to include a gay or lesbian couple in their movies, or they decide to create a large backstory or film on a black superhero and just show that they are there for equality, I do believe that they are doing it for the wrong reasons. I believe, one, because they can reach that demographic, as we saw how people showed up and showed out for the Black Panther movie. But I also believe that they're doing it because they know in 20 or 30 years, when another one of these big six companies is gobbled up, they know that someone will look back and be like, hey, this company no longer exists. Who are we going to start giving money to? You know what? We'll give it to Disney because, look, they've been at the forefront of all these changes that we've now been put in, that we've now put in place. This and that and this and that. And I believe that although Disney is doing some of these for the right reasons, not all are for the right reasons. And everyone is so wrapped up in Disney as a company and as a whole. We've all watched and listened to things that Disney produces to where in a point, like I said, when one of these other companies are listen, are controlled and it's only five instead of six, we'll get to a point where Disney won't have to listen what to what we, the people, want. That goes for all of the companies, but I feel as though more specifically Disney. Comcast, or I'm sorry, GE, Viacom, Time Warner, CBS, those are all geared towards specific groups of people. For example... News Corp, they have things such as the New York Post and Wall Street Journal, which I personally don't listen to. There is a select group of people who listen and watch and read the New York Post, Wall Street Journal, and articles, movies, and TV shows, radios, and things like that. I could go without watching Time Warner. Will I? No, because I like my HBO. But I could if it was ever possibly something that I just had to do. And Disney is growing so point so big to the point where they can get so big they won't have to listen to us, like I said. And they could snap their fingers just like that and decide that they no longer want to be the forefront. They no longer want to be on the forefront and create this change and equality and inclusive space for everyone. They could decide, you know what, we don't need that group of people watching or listening our stuff. If they want to, they can. If they don't want to, that's their loss. And it's getting so big to the point to where to be able to want to boycott all of the companies that Disney and all these other companies own, 
you'd miss out on half of all of the media you interact with. Sure, there are some private companies, but if I wanted to watch some of my favorite shows, I may not be able to because it's on Hulu. And who owns Hulu? Disney. And if Disney ever pisses me off and I say, oh, no, I want to boycott them, I'm boycotting half of everything I love in terms of the media. If I decide, you know what, I'm not going to watch sports anymore, that's ESPN, and then I completely forget about the fact that they own ABC Family or the History Channel. And then once I figure that out, I go on to all the other things that they own. But by the time you go through everything that they own and that you like, you're so far deep into them, you decide, you know what, it's not even worth it. I'm just going to continue to watch it, but know that I don't support them. And I believe that we need to look at Disney as a whole and make sure that their next initiatives, we say, you know, these are deal breakers. They need to go through, stuff needs to happen because... If Disney decides to change their mind at any point in time, there's nothing much anybody here could do. And I believe that that's something we need to look forward and look to. I hope that this podcast made sense. I hope you listen to the very end. Once again, sorry, Mr. Teacher Man. I am so sorry. But, you know, I just started talking and I couldn't stop. Um, but in my next podcast... Um, I don't know what I'll be talking about, but I will get back to all of you. And I hope you enjoyed. Thank you very much. And goodbye.